0: Shut up, and sit down. Third Shift fans, I knew you'd come. Welcome back to Third Shift, everybody. This is episode 32. I'm your host, Matt. With me, as always, is my boy, Eric. Eric, how's this week been treating you, dude? This week's
1: been fantastical. Guess what
0: I bought? I bought Horizon
1: man, and it is really nice. Oh, I've been playing it twice and I want to play more. That didn't rhyme. See, now it's over. Damn it!
0: You could you could follow it up. I'm, I want to play thrice. Yeah. Oh, then see. You, then you would ruin it on four ice. Yeah. That would.
1: Or I want to eat rice after I play thrice. Boom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm.
0: And then go hunt some mice.
1: Oh, even better! I Roll like some it.
0: dice. <laughs> oh
1: God, God dang. Well. This week's been great. I've been playing Horizon, got in some Battle Born, as we always do. Uh, I got sick again. As you guys may well know, that's a thing I do quite often, because I have little demon ratching things that go around, and they get sick, and then they come, and they're like... And then they breathe in my face like a Dilophosaurus, you know, them <laughs> stupid dinosaurs. <laughs> so
0: so you're, you're Dennis Nedry in this Jurassic Park scenario, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes,
1: Yes, you I just was fall just... back into your yellow truck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs> and I roll around like an idiot and just get eaten because uh-huh. you know I wouldn't possibly think to close the door and try to recover from a situation like that.
0: You no. you wouldn't kick an animal off of you with your powerful legs. Yes, no.
1: Yes, or use my three hundred pound girth to maybe overpower its crinkly <laughs> little neck and kill it. No, we wouldn't do that. Back to the usual. Everything's pretty darn good. You know, it got cold up here again, so outdoors are kind of off limits once more. Mm. So the, the wonderful 60s we told you guys all about are they're all gone. But that's okay, because now it's more of an excuse to sit in front of my TV and play Battleborn and Horizon. It's what true. You know, what do you want from me, right? So exactly. with that, what about you, buddy?
0: Oh, it's been a, been a pretty good week for me as well. Uh, over this weekend, I went out to the Little Playhouse a couple You know, Town's Over that I've told you guys about a million times. Saw another world premiere play, A Painted Window. This one was kind of a more serious play. I've been, you know, the last two I've told you about have been pretty fun. Good, you know, good laugh a minute times. This one was a serious one. Really well done. Really enjoyed the heck out of it. On the video game front, obviously played some Battleborn. And then other than that, splitting time between Night in the Woods and Yakuza 0. Because both of them are like tailor-made just for me. So I've been loving the heck out of them. I've actually been putting a couple, you know, chunks of gameplay up on Twitch. So if anybody doesn't know what those games are about, hey, pop on there. Watch me silently play through a bunch of it. Because I'm not that guy who's just, oh, I'm going to read every single piece of dialogue and I'm going (laughs) to, you're going to hear me like snort and pick my nose and fart into the microphone and all that jazz.
1: You got to dye your hair and make it into like this crazy like spiral in front of your head. And then you gotta be like, "Whoa, guys, listen to me! I'm Crazy Joe, and I got me this crazy game, and I'm playing. Look at my jazz hands! I got jazz what hands." What I got to do
0: first is buy like buy like a nine hundred dollar computer chair, so everybody knows that I'm 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 i Big Shot Jones, you know. Then I can start doing the hair. But there's
1: the... something to be said about your rickety old couch and you know comforter sitting in the back there. It's awesome. I like it.
0: I would not. I would not put this <laughs> as the backdrop for my Twitch stream. No.
1: Uh... <laughs>
0: So, yeah, it's been a fantastic week for you, fantastic week for me. I wonder if there's someone else we should ask about this week. Mystery guest, would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Hi. Terrible. You're all done. There it is, folks.
1: I'm glad uh, you guys got to hear our wonderful guest this week. Uh, The one and
0: only appearance of Danny. Goodbye. Yep,
1: (laughs) It was great to hear from you. I just got one question. Do you have a face?
2: I do. <laughs> don't touch it. <laughs> Boom. Done. Done.
1: Oh man. So, Danny, tell us about yourself. Are you part of this thing called Third Shift? I mean, what do you do? Who are you? I don't even know. Matt put you on Skype and I'm just kind of like, well, huh? Whoever this is, we'll just say hi. <laughs> yeah,
2: I I don't even know who I am either. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Outstanding.
2: Uh, I, I do the behind the scenes stuff and I never do this stuff because I am so freaking awkward at
1: it. But see folks, this is why Danny is the magician, the <laughs> magical magician behind the scenes that y'all never see. That's right. And we're the idiots in the front, we're the jesters. We do the dancing for the kings and the queens, which is all you listeners out there.
0: I'm, I'm the plant in the audience who the, who the magician picks. Oh, 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 man, you can make my you know, my watch vanish. Yeah, that's my watch over there. You just reappeared. Wow.
1: That's me. Uh, so, yes, everybody, we have Danny with us this week. And the format we're going for is we're just going to go through a normal episode, except for Danny gets to chime in with her awesome opinions, just like mm-hmm. we do all the friggin' time. That's right. That's right. So I say we just dive right in. And as per usual, hey, if you have something to say, you say it.
0: That's right. And what I have to say is, no, you don't. we did another fantastic Talented Tuesday art competition. Oh, Talented Tuesday. It was the best. <laughs> I enjoyed yeah. it.
1: Oh, I did. But I got interrupted. I'll have you know. I was over yeah. there doodling with my Crayola crayons, doing a thing like an adult does at work. And while That's I was right. in the middle of coloring my pictures, <laughs> I was rudely interrupted by a coworker. Who just sat there and he kept talking. And I kept trying to disengage by looking at my picture and drawing some more. And so eventually what were gonna be psychos in the background devolved into stick men. Eventually (laughs) what was gonna actually be a basketball court does devolved (laughs) into just squiggles (laughs) on the car.
0: Well, now you also have to say that this wasn't really a coworker. This was your poor, lonely tech who had nothing to do and was desperate for human contact of any sort, and so he reached out to the closest to a human he could find. You. Which was me. Yes. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately. <laughs> poor uh. bastard.
2: I, I just think you're making it up a story right now.
0: <laughs>
1: That's well, and no one will never know. <laughs> That's true. They will never know, or they will ever know. I don't know.
0: Hey. No one will ever know. I know how I know know.
1: I know, but I'm an idiot and I said it the wrong way, so now I'm questioning my own sanity. See? It all circles back, (laughs) man.
0: True. That's very true.
1: So yes, Danny, you are correct. But I can make up any story I want, you know? So
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Except that's except that story's real, so I can (laughs) I will actually back you up on that.
1: And you know, I was really surprised too, you know, because I got mine done, and I saw Matt post his early on. I was like, oh, that's cool. Good, man. Matt did a pretty Mm -hmm. good job. And then I saw Danny, you know, you posted, "Uh, oh, oh, it's it's too talented Tuesday. Ha ha. And I was like, oh, well, she ain't going to do nothing cool. And then what happens? She's all like badass Gordy, and I'm like, (laughs) it's gorgeous, I know, except for I'm following through with my Gordy. Thing, so don't even try it. Don't that's even try I it. Didn't I didn't see it say you looking over cool. there. I saw your eyeballs. You were like, Bzzz. you were about went, to do it.
0: Eric made a stupid. Uh
1: huh. Exactly. <laughs> had the
0: exclamation mark from Metal Gear Salad above my head. <laughs> Ching.
1: Oh gosh. So yeah, I thought all of them are pretty darn good as we always do. What mm-hmm. y'all thinking?
0: What you think, Danny?
2: I don't like drawing robots, so that's why it came out really squiggly. <laughs> <laughs> I do the squiggles to cover up the not sharp edges. <laughs> that's not a bad idea.
0: So you did like like a cross hatch, fi- you know, shading oh, yeah. on the edges. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. You, you used you used an advanced technique from Unreal Engine 4 in real life exactly. with your hand.
2: Yes. Wow. that's, that's what I did. God damn,
1: wow. So your resume is you going out to, to Unreal, thing. right? Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's already there. They've oh. called me like 5 times and you know. Uh,
1: uh-huh. so um <laughs> When you move, you're still gonna like keep in
0: touch with us, right? You know.
2: Uh, yeah, sure.
0: When, when you're pulling like 17 hour art days, you, you're <laughs> yeah. totally still gonna edit the podcast too, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'll find time for that.
0: Awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, that's not. I good have that in too. audio
0: contract form, <laughs> oh, and man. you're not gonna be able to delete it from the show because I'm saying that right now.
1: <laughs> that was smart, man. Good idea. Yes, I gotta start doing that more often.
0: And as for me, I was trying to think of anything for Gordus. I thought maybe put her up against like a Megazord because she turns into like the giant, you know, Power Ranger, giant Zord thing. Mm-hmm. And then I went, ah, I'd have to draw two big important things. It's like, well, what does she do? Oh, she turns into a ball. What's a big, cool ball in space? There we go. Make a Star Killer base. Perfect. It was a then good idea. A, then I just have to draw a circle and then Gordus And I'm done. <laughs> go.
1: With a laser beam coming out of it. Not that bad. Easy. And I was like, I should
0: chop it up into comic panels and have, like, the, you know, laser beam and then, like, the other eye opens and then Gordas pops out. But I was like, man, that's too much. Mm -hmm. I draw a circle and I'm going to draw Gordas and that's all you're getting out of me.
1: That's right.
0: And speaking of getting art out of people, uh, we had one listener who said he was going to totally super going to draw an art piece (laughs) and he crumpled it up and threw it away like a jerk.
1: Uh Thanks, Sean. (laughs) I'm going to tease these guys with my awesome draw and then take it away. That's Sean's voice. I've talked to him, I know.
0: <laughs> he said,
2: hi, everybody is, at third shift. That
0: is not what he sounds like at all. Oh, my goodness. He actually is going to unsubscribe after this episode. Someday. I called him a jerk. You called him some little like, weird-voiced guy. <laughs> Danny's probably just going to dump all over him, too. It's just, oh. I,
2: I've, I've already harassed him enough on Twitter, so I'm, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: That is <laughs> true, actually. I did see that. Obviously, if you want to check out the preview versions of our gorgeous art, you can hit up the Twitter for that. Hit up the Instagram for the full versions. And next week, no town to Tuesday for you, because you ruined it. Boom. You ruined it, Sean.
1: Oh, that's not, that's not very nice. That, no. You <laughs> didn't do that, Sean. You didn't ruin it. That's but, also
0: not true. But tune in next week for something completely different.
1: That's right. we got something else brewing. We're going to put uh, Talented Tuesday on a little back burner just for a little bit while we finish getting mm-hmm. a couple things in place. And then uh, at a later date and time, we're going to go ahead and pick it back up, but it'll probably be on a every-other-week basis instead of an every-week basis, unless challenged by other people giving us their artwork and having us try to beat them.
0: Yes, that's, that's the one caveat. We'll do it on demand, but you've got to put your work up first. So if you want me to draw handsome Jack, you want me to draw Krieg the Psycho, you draw Creek the Psycho and you go, BAM, challenge. And we'll go, Oh man, I don't want to. oh gosh, okay, fine.
2: <laughs> and then we'll find a way around to draw it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's it's part exactly. of the fun, right? <laughs> I'll just draw a buzz axe and like Krieg's speech bubble. Oh no, I dropped my buzz axe.
1: I actually have a really good one. And I'm thinking Well, it's going to be great. Randy Varnell and the Gummy Bears. I'm excited. Someday, everyone, this might be a thing.
2: That sounds like a band.
0: It does, actually.
1: That is actually very true. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but unfortunately, folks, that ain't going to be this week because right. we got some other stuff a brewing.
0: So, yeah, that's it for Town to Tuesday for this week and the foreseeable future. Roll on into the other stuff we normally talk about no golden keys dropped at all this week, so so yeah, not much in this week in Gearbox, I guess. We'll just roll straight into the battle plan. In the What's New segment, they have more details about the Choctaw Festival of Gaming that is happening this weekend. They reiterated that Dunk Squad and Lost Heroes will be in the house. They'll be streaming stuff from both days of the competition. Hit up twitch.tv slash Software for any of that stuff.
1: Well, not only are they, you know they sponsored, but as we said, and as it was said in the battle plan, they're actually there today, touring around, checking gearbox out, petting claptrap,
2: man. And it's not mm-hmm. us.
1: It's not us because we're not good us. enough to get I, into a I tournament <laughs> and win a tournament. Maybe we could
0: have. We could have done it if this tournament was only like six months ago. We could have had a shot. We could have been a contender. Yeah.
1: You know what would have been sad about that, though, is uh, Old Boy would have been Trash Can Bird. Everybody would have gave me crap because we're playing with a Trash Can Bird on our team.
0: As long as he's making kills, I don't care. As long as he's killing fools.
1: I know that, but I'd have to suffer all sorts of backlash.
0: I'll I'll be a hypocrite as long as I win (laughs) $10,000. You call me whatever you want. Call me rich, bitch.
1: Call money in my pocket, suckers. (laughs) Oh my god. But yeah, you know, (laughs) definitely once again, congrats to those two teams Mm -hmm. for uh, getting that awesome frickin' uh, tour, and then obviously all the sponsorship out to the Choctaw Festival of Gaming, where I will be watching maybe a little bit this weekend, as we discussed last week, but uh, I might end up having to watch it, like you said, via Twitch later, Mm -hmm. because this weekend's starting to shape up to be pretty busy, so Yeah.
0: Rolling on into the hot fixes. oh wait, we're not, because they didn't have anything in this what? segment. Well, you know, they, they said they were going to be dialing it down in advance of the Festival of Gaming. Now they've dialed it down all the way to zero for right now. But And then in this section, all they did was reiterate that Solo and Duo Q is going to be there for 24 hours on Wednesday, and Versus Draft is going to be there for 24 hours on Saturday. Just like usual, that rotation Which just is, keeps on spinning.
1: Mm-hmm. It will never end until they say otherwise.
0: Yeah, that's how this works, Eric. <laughs>
1: hey, you gotta explain these things, man. You know. Have I you know. seen the forums? Okay. And in the community spotlight this week, we've got Volt Hunter 101. Apparently he's a bad mamma jambo who's been helping out and doing all sorts of cool constructive things in the forums. And uh, that's someplace we should be more, you know, man. You know? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. true. that's probably something we need to do a little bit more. Cause I feel like we're slacking in that department. But as we've told you guys a billion times, that's a hard thing. We're old, we're cranky, we're angry. (laughs) That's right. right. (laughs) We don't like all of the above. (laughs) That's what we have Danny for.
0: I'm a very jaded bitter man. So anytime (laughs) I see something I don't like, I go,
1: No, stop it. Exactly. You do.
2: (laughs) Grumpy grumpy man mode. (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: right. If you guys were watching the video, which we don't have, you would (laughs) have (laughs) seen.
2: It was intense. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but that's why Danny usually
1: lets us know if there's something uh, of taste going on in the forums that we should be taking a peek at. Something because, of taste. Uh... <laughs> I <tried. laughs> my monocle on top. <laughs> <laughs> there are
0: things <laughs> of taste here in this forum, I, de- I declare.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
1: I just imagine Danny sits there, yeah. This is like a chocolate declare.
2: <laughs> I-, I like to sample the delicacies. <laughs>
1: See, <laughs> I had it right. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know how this goes. Oh, man. Goodness. So, congratulations to you, Volt Hunter 101. We hope to see you a little bit more in the forums and glad you've been rocking it out all these long years, maybe. Oh, yeah. However long. I'm assuming you've been there a while because they wouldn't uh, have you up here otherwise.
0: No, they, they said he's been around for a long time. I believe, since since the old version of the forums, and since I've de- yeah, I well, have no true. idea when or what that was. Uh, mm.
1: mm-hmm. Speaking from our butts, because we don't know.
0: So it's actually good that they can't watch the video. That's, it's yeah, it's yeah. very awkward.
2: I'm kind of sad that I'm watching it right now myself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the highlight of your week. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is the best.
2: Yay. At oh, least you dressed true. up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, put put <laughs> some put sparkles a on it. On it. <laughs> a little bow tie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, this this is why we only do two people on these shows. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about weird butt faces or anything when it's just being it.
2: Hey, I didn't start it.
0: <laughs> I'm ninety percent sure I didn't either.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it was definitely <laughs> Eric. <laughs> That's not true.
1: That's never true. You guys lie. So, they didn't do any lore this week, but instead, old Randy Varnell did a little cool creative corner thoughts, you know, a little thing, Mm. and in a quick nutshell, and of course you guys can elaborate on this as well, he said, hey, I love Battleborn, my team loves Battleborn, you guys are awesome, we want to keep making stuff, we've been playing this game forever, and want to continue to make cool stuff for Battleborn, And expect us to have, uh, what do you say, updates, um, tweaks, skins, taunts, and then uh, possibly new stuff, maybe?
0: We said more rumble modes. He was talking about like an all ops queue where you could queue up just to play operations missions and it would, Mm -mm. I don't know, randomly pick between the five of them.
1: He said you would have to, uh, from what I read, it sounded like you'd have to have all five.
0: Well, yeah. To get obviously. into that
1: queue, I mean, yeah. just to make sure we clarify so anybody out there with like 3 or something you know, you wouldn't be able to do it unfortunately.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, but that is kind of standard operating procedure for DLCs. Yeah. Like with Call of Duty, if you don't have any of the maps, you're automatically just shunted into a base game queue. Or if you've got some maps, you're in that base game plus some maps queue. So, yeah. Just to clarify, you need all 5 to queue up for the all ops queue when that comes, whenever that comes. One thing I did want to pick out of this is he talked a lot about how he's been playing Battleborn for years and years and years. You know, inside Gearbox among the developers and team, and he said he's been playing that game since 2012, right about the time that Borderlands 2 actually dropped, like to us and in our hands. And I thought that was, I thought that was something very important to pick out because all the time you see the trolls on Twitter on the on. I wouldn't say, I'm not, I don't want to say on the forums. You see him on Twitter and online, every other place, saying, oh, why are you guys working on Battleborn? You should be working on Borderlands 3. Well, if you can make a game while you're making a game, and he just says right here, Battleborn, Battleborn has been playable and in a competitive sense for four, you know for five years now, while they were working on this other game. So, if you think they're not working on Borderlands 3 right now because it's not possible to do, quote fingers, I guarantee you you're wrong.
1: Well, not only are you wrong, but you're really wrong, because Mm -hmm. as we've also said in the past, Randy Pitchford, the CEO, the man, the myth, the legend, stated he has a whole other team screwing around with the Borderlands 3. There's Mm -hmm. a team for Battleborn, so it definitely has no effect beyond maybe stealing a person back and forth here and there for some you know, artwork or something going on oh yeah so yeah it's for sure happening Mm. and what else did he say danny didn't he say something about faction packs
2: yes he he did he said that the faction packs are coming back into the market so everyone can stop complaining now
1: (laughs) yeah basically
0: so now if you want to burn all your credits on llc packs because you still can't get spin to win i mean i guess you can good luck have fun
1: I for one, I mean, I'm I'm down with this. I mean, the more the merrier, right? Whatever you want to spend your platinum on, spend your platinum on. Whatever you want to spend your points on, spend your points on. Yeah, but yeah, I agree with that. I will say nothing's wrong with those core packs. I enjoy them because I honestly mm. don't keep track of what I have or don't have for certain characters. Mm. You know, I should and I want to, but once again, we go back to an earlier conversation where I'm too lazy to. Yeah. So. I'll keep buying LLC packs even if I have all the dang LLC skins and taunts. Where the core pack, I don't have to think about it. I just buy the core pack and, hey, where's a skin? Woo, yes, taunts. I don't care. Good.
0: You're saying for me, like I've told you guys before, when they took faction packs away, anytime I bought faction packs trying to get a skin or a taunt for, you know, character X, Y, Z, I would never get them. And once I started getting core packs is when I actually started getting skins and taunts again. Because every, literally every faction pack I opened was just credits and gear, credits and gear, and and now I'm actually have been getting stuff. So I'm probably still just gonna stick with the core packs because I have such bad luck with the factions. And just like you said, I don't know, really know what I do have and don't have. So eh,
2: I wonder I if the core packs are a higher roll percentage for like taunts and skins and stuff like that.
1: I would think so because of it has the ability to drop all of them except for instead of a you know small selection
0: I f- I feel like they said they did up the drop rates back like before the winter update when they were talking about just putting just the core packs in. I thought they said they had a higher chance to roll either better stuff or more stuff. So I'm not 100% sure so don't quote me on that but <laughs> I feel like that was said.
1: I I, th- I think that's right. I feel in my bones, at that that's right.
0: Awesome. So, yeah, that was all Randy Varnell's good long spiel. Uh, oh, yeah, one other thing I did want to mention is he said uh, lore will be coming back next week, and because of the happenings of some certain story app, which we might get into later, mm-hmm, they're going to be able to explore more advanced options as far as lore, get into, he says, the darker parts of the universe, darker with quote fingers. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited about that.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was excited about that, too, because... When he says he's going to bring lore back like that, it usually means there's other plans as well. You know, more story ops, more missions, more et cetera, et cetera. So by him stating he wants to venture forth into the darker realms and darker universes, that tells me, or at least hints, that we are going to indeed see some more missions or ops or something venturing into, you know, some stuff maybe. You know what I'm talking about.
0: I, I like to imagine that, but uh, we'll get into that later some more. For now, we'll just scoot into the coming up section where they're talking about PAX East. That's next Friday, starts Friday, goes through Sunday, the 10th of March through the 12th of March in Boston. So if you're around the area and somehow can grab up a ticket, go and do that.
1: I tried to get PAX East tickets, remember? Oh, did you? Months ago, I, yeah. I told you, I, I said, that. Yeah. you know what I just did? I went online. I said to hell with it. I'm buying us some tickets. We're going to PAX East, <laughs> and they were already sold out. So, oh yeah. <laughs> so apparently, three months or so in advance is not uh, enough time. That's, that's, uh, that's not no, it. No,
2: like two years at least. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, well, what's funny about that is PAX South. I was able to buy purchase tickets for, but mm-hmm. I can't go to PAX South because it's you know south? way too far away <laughs> yeah <laughs> we were able to get would have been able to get tickets to pax south which was i just thought was weird and i got excited because mm-hmm. you know i was like well if we can get pax south tickets maybe we get the pax east tickets mm-hmm. but obviously when i went there they were already sold out and so mm-hmm. i was like well what the heck's the deal with that and unfortunately they couldn't buy pax south tickets because i cannot drive for 14 22 hours whatever the drive is i would be more like 24 hours i would bet from here to there Too long. Not going to happen. Eight-hour trip was possible. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, obviously. So PAX East is coming up, and I wasn't actually, to be honest, super excited about it until Mm -hmm. uh, Randy Pitchford, Randy Varnell, everybody, and I was like, hey, guess what? You need to tune in because we're going to be there, and we've got surprises in store. And not only one, they said surprises, multiple
0: surprises. That's true. And so if you want to get in on those surprises, they've got the Inside Gearbox panel going on on the 12th of March at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm assuming they're probably going to stream it somewhere. I mean, I'm sure PAX streams it, twitch.tv slash PAX Easter. I, I actually don't know if that's true. But you'll be able to see it if you follow anybody on Twitter, I mean, especially Borderlands. Be it Battleborn, Gearbox software, they specifically said, "Do follow us on Twitter. We'll be telling you all about what's going on." So I'm sure they'll tweet out where you can actually watch the panel at, just like they did with PAX West. Mm-hmm. So, there you and go. if you Tune need a in.
1: generic place, I mean your your IGNs and your GameSpots, those guys will be there, and they'll be covering mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. So you can catch the news in freaking billions of places. Oh yeah. Well, a quick conjecture here: mm-hmm. what's the what's the two surprises? This is quick ball. I think Because remember, I think we skipped out on PAX East when we had our big Conjecture Land. Oh, yeah, we absolutely did. Did we mention last week what we think is going to be here?
0: I don't think we did on the show. I think mm-hmm. you and I did privately.
1: What's going to be the secret at PAX East?
0: If we're doing two, I say you get the announcement of the, the next Gearbox publishing game, because Bulletstorm's right around the corner. So you'd be like, hey, that's dropping. And then we, behind that, we've got this that we're working on. Just an announcement of it, no... No actual gameplay, anything. But then I think you do see maybe the official announcement, maybe a little bit of a trailer for Brothers in Arms. That's that's what I say. You get a published game and the, look, this is what Quebec was totally working on. And it's Brothers in Arms. Yay, it's coming out hopefully, you know, quarter four or 2017 or whatever it is. And then maybe mm-hmm. a quick little trailer. That's what I think.
1: All right. What about you, Danny?
2: Yeah, I agree that the... Something about Brothers in Arms will probably come out. I don't, I don't honestly think that anything for Borderlands will appear because they've been pretty stingy about it.
1: Yeah, I agree. So you got a Brothers in Arms, no Borderlands. What's the second surprise then? I have no clue. No clue. Boom. Done. <laughs> Danny did it.
0: So it's Daddy's- not going to be a Clue video game based on the hit board game. <laughs> Nope. (laughs) So if we see Kurt, Mustard, you're wrong.
1: (laughs) That would be amazing. The little clue thing just pops up. (gasps) Oh, my God. She was right all along. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. Well, we'll let you slide with that. That sounds pretty good. There's enough in there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it. Here it is. Boom. Brothers in Arms. I agree with everybody. That's going to happen. We know it. For sure. I should I say this and I'll be wrong next week, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> At least I only said maybe, so
1: <laughs> I also agree. We're not gonna see a Borderlands nothing this time. Yeah. I think I'm starting to think we're gonna see the season two or the free trial version announced with season two of Battleborne.
0: Hmm.
1: I think that's what we're gonna get.
0: Interesting theory. Why would you think there'd be a season two, Eric? Maybe <sighs> we'll go into Spoiler discussion,
1: yeah. Let's do a little spoiler discussion. I like it's made, it. Made another
0: fabulous hand gesture that nobody Ooh, could see. Yeah. Oh, it's really good.
1: Very nice. <laughs> All right, lead us on in, man. Take us to the wildlands.
0: All right, this is officially spoiler territory. So, anybody who doesn't want the Phoebe in the Heart of Echinar final story op run through spoiled forum cut out now
2: and head to about the 41 minute mark
0: so we'll be rolling in 5 4 3 2 1 oh my god rendane's back rendane came through
1: that portal you guys holy frickin' moly i think oh, yeah. we called it didn't we we said rendane's coming through that portal
0: oh yeah i think it was the last two or three story apps were like well you know you played through it danny when you got to the you know the Astanti Guard thing. It was like, oh man, it's something. There's trying to create a portal. There's something trying to come through a portal. And every time the portal didn't open, or they managed to close it, or it just kind of fizzled out. And then that last that last, last time, we were like, well, who, who's coming through? Could it be Rendane? Could it be the Empress? Could it be? I don't think we had another person. No, those were the was, only two that we made We were sense. for
1: sure it was Rendane or the Empress. So those was the only two logical choices, I think. But it was Rendane, and of course I. I was hoping to get something more. I thought yeah. for sure, I thought for sure we were going to get a little a little snippet, but uh he he pops through and he literally just says, "Hello." And that was about it.
2: Like I did at the start of the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my exactly. god, she's really rendane come to kill us all. <laughs> that oh is, god. That's
1: okay. Thanks, tell,
0: tell mom's dogs, I love them.
1: Just uh make it quick.
0: Don't uh-huh. make slow. it Eric. Let slow. me let me watch Eric die horribly, and then make mine quick.
2: <laughs> That's all right too. No, no, slow. <laughs> slow. <laughs> both
0: <Good>. of you. <laughs> both of you slow. Trust me. Trust I know. Me. I I understand. <laughs> I deserve this. Oh, but yeah, gosh. just like you, I was hoping for. I mean, I don't want to sound ungrateful as always, but I was hoping for something a little bit more because he popped through, and we're like, yeah, there it is. Here goes the boss fight. Cut. You did it! Victory screen, and we were like, oh, "Okay, well, maybe there's an eleventh one where it spawns you straight into the boss fight." We went back in, and hey, look, it's the second playthrough. And we We're like, "Oh, well, I want, I want my Rendane fight. I want to, I want something. Give me something." Yeah, they just
1: left us hanging dry. It was like, "Oh, but, but Rendane's back, and I want to talk to him." <laughs> mm-hmm. No, is he a good guy now? Is he a bad guy still? Oh no! So. In a nutshell, that means there's going to be a season two, because, mm-hmm. as uh, Mental Mars and many others have said, and you, know, I and you and Danny have all pretty much thought, the, you don't leave a cliffhanger like that unless you intend to draw people in for a second season or you know episode two, whatever you want to call it.
0: Oh yeah, and since it was such a quick, like five second cutscene. If they weren't planning on doing a Season 2 or did, didn't get the approval for a Season 2, you can cut that out like no problem. And it's exactly. like, oh, look, the portal opened, and they would just be like a big fat Varelsi or something that came through. But instead, it's Rendane, and you're not going to bring back the major enemy from the, from the, quote, finger's first game or first season and just go, all right, well, he's back, and so just, you know, write a fanfic or something, bye.
1: Yep. Uh, I'm sure you're going to get him as a playable character because I'm going to, I'm gonna put money on it. It's the mm-hmm. it's the typical redemption kind of story. He's gonna come back through it going say, Hey, you want your stupid Empress? I can help. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you're gonna go, Well, I don't really trust you much, Rendane. He'd say, I know you don't, but you don't really have a choice. You know what I'm saying? You see that portal I was able to manipulate? Oh, <laughs> you gotta trust me. And then Rendane's gonna be playable. Like I always knew because all of his assets from when you fought him as an actual character. You know, the way he looked, he just looked like an actual standard Battleborn character. Mm. So I was like, well, there's no way you're not going to use him.
0: And, and I think my prediction is going to come true, too, that, hey, since you're getting another season, you're going to get ops or story or however they want to do it. And I'm sure there's going to be, well, super conjecture land here. I, it, it either to be ops or story. I'm sure we're going to get more PvP in a season two and more characters. So I'm guaranteeing you, because they didn't realize how much everyone would flip out about it, in the existing Battleborn universe, Nova in a robot suit has got to come with Season 2. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, all the fanboys will lose their minds.
1: <laughs> agreed. Agreed. And what a, what a smart way to do this, because, as I said, I think it's going to be a, hey, we got the free trial version we're announcing for Battleborn. Come on in. Anybody who missed out, this is your chance to get in, dabble with it. And on top of that, we're going to season two, which tells everybody immediately that we're serious. Here's a oh, whole another yeah. year of just content and things happening, and then you also get everything we already did in season one. So fans are happy; they're coming back. Well, you know, obviously they never left, but they're all here. Mm-hmm. And then you get the people who go, "Well, oh, I'll try a free game and check things out." And plus, these guys are, you know, committed to this thing. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, drag them in; they play; they actually enjoy it because it's a great game. Boom, they're on board.
0: Yep, hundred percent agree with that. That, I mean, we've we've seen stuff launch season twos that like just kind of are additions to the game. So I think, like you said, launching season two with all this existing content that you can access in, you know, maybe a stripped down form, but at least you know enough to get you to wet your palate with it. And then, oh, you could pay for all this plus all this stuff that's coming. I think I think that's a smarter way to do it than just like how people were saying, just a straight free-to-play normal model. I think this makes a lot more sense for the game that Battleborn is.
1: You know, pull that that comeback kid like Siege did. Yeah, that's true. Because they they weren't doing too well, and then uh, they pulled a Season 2 up and, you know, introduced all sorts of things, fixed a bunch of stuff, and boom. Mm. They're on track now. I mean, you see them getting uh, Twitch streamed all over the place, people talking about it. So, hopefully, this is Battleborn's chance to do the exact same thing.
0: What do you think, Danny? What are you excited about for Season 2? Any characters you want to see? Any kind of plot twists? Kind of, cra- kind of craziness? You're, you're our resident uh, art- artiste, so I'm sure you can think up something fantastic.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm with the majority that wants Nova in a robot suit. Okay. I, th- I think she's awesome and I think she deserves her own story.
0: How about, how about the quest for the robot suit? That's an entire story. There
2: out. you go. Ooh. <laughs> we need
0: we need somebody who can go in into this like giant. Well, how about uh, brainstorm Jones? Randane <laughs> creates this giant like death facility or death ray that enshrouds like the Empress in the shield. So someone has to go and interface with the technology of the shield. But you know you can't send Isaac in there. He's you know he'll just die and disappear but you can like back up nova so you got to build this crazy robot suit you got to go find the pieces you got to go do the what's and this and, that and the other thing and then you know she could like live stream her brain into the robot suit while still being in the ship go in fix the thing free the empress then she's your next character Bam! How about that? Boom!
1: That. Done. Getting two characters. Nova in a robot suit and it...
2: you gift wrapped it for Gearbox right there. That's
0: right. You're welcome. I'll take I'll take I'll take twenties. I'll take you hundreds. Better, just you, know, you better give me some of that because
1: I, I recall saying you know some kind of crazy thing. You know, poisonous atmosphere. Maybe Nova have to do it.
0: You, you know, never I, said any of that. Yeah, what are you talking? I didn't.
1: About? Too, oh, dang! Steal <laughs> the pro tips from Pro Tip Eric. Oh, you never man. said any of that to me. Look what are you sky. talking
0: about? Get out on, of here.
1: On air, eating my ideas. Of nom, my nom, yeah, you're trying to BS, leech
0: off you of my success. You're trying to leech off. You're a barnacle. <laughs> you're a barnacle on the ship yeah. of Matt.
2: <laughs> yeah. SS Matt. This is wrong. That's right.
0: The SS Matt, the glorious schooner, riding through the waves, and Eric's a little barnacle.
2: Ah!
0: <laughs> I could That's eat some a... plankton or something. Ah! I get no
1: respect, no respect around right here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can see you turning into a Rodney Dangerfield. That's, that's right. Yep. right. <laughs> Instead of bitter, you just get worn down. To, hey, hey, come on, guys. Hey, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, basi- well, that's basically Howard.
1: That's, yeah, well, that is Howard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Got him. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you like this episode, Howard? The old uh, Rodney Dangerfield bastard. <laughs>
1: That's right. (laughs) Goodness, I think you guys got it down though. I think we're gonna see Rendane, the Empress, and Nova become playable characters. The only thing I might say might change a touch is if you remember in Montana versus the Demon Bear, that's what that's what she was doing was trying to find a suit that uh, she'd heard about, and then Police wasn't gonna do it because he was too busy and ignoring her because he doesn't care about her, and Mm -hmm. so she was trying to get it herself with the help of Montana. But I don't think it ever concluded if she got it or not.
0: No, I think they were just trying to do it, and then they all screwed up, and it, they went, oh, no, uh, just cover it up, shut up, shut up. There was a demon bear and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: So I think as of now, she still doesn't have a suit, but mm-hmm. it's still strange because she knows the location of a suit, I guess. So maybe that's maybe it ties into what you're saying, and mm-hmm. you just attempt to do it with the uh, you know, authorization of Galton and everybody else in charge.
0: I say because that would actually make the Battleborn care about getting her the suit because mm-hmm. all the generates are going to lose their minds if we don't get the Empress, so we have to do it to keep them to blah 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 blah, all that stuff,
1: yeah. And that would also tie into what uh Varnell was saying, and that in the future, since Rendane you know is technically not the big threat enemy anymore, you're going to start to see some of the Battleborn go off into factions again and have you know mm-hmm. issues. And that would be one thing, the generator's starting to just, ah, we don't really care about you morons anymore, we're the ancient cool race, and we're going to do our mm. own thing. And then they start to drift off, but everybody reels them back in by going, hey, we can help you get the Empress if you help us.
0: That's perfect.
1: Look at that. It's alright. You can bring us on board, Varnell, just say the words, I'll pack the kids and the wife up, bada-boom, we're going to Texas.
0: I can, move, I can move right now. I don't need to pack anything. I don't care about this crap. Hang on, let me living. put my I'm hat just... on.
1: Hee-haw! I'm going to Texas, guys. I'm going to live down there. I'm going to get me a gosh darn horse. I'm going to get uh, a rope. I'll
0: be going back to Texas. I know that place. Oh, man. Super side note, Jones. I was listening to a podcast today, and they were talking all about Texas. And I was like, oh. And they were so disrespectful. and Like, there was a guy who <laughs> sells textbooks. Sorry, big big, long story. But... It was like, oh, man, you know, you have all these people reading your, your textbook from Texas and, you know, telling you what you can and can't put in there. She was like, why is Texas such a big market for textbooks? It's, the, it's, huge. it's second, huge. It's the only actual giant state that matters. What is wrong with you?
1: Uh, well, Texas don't need textbooks, Matt. We all know that. You can ride, wrangle a horse. That's all you need, Texas.
0: Well, see, that was the other part of it. They were all like, oh, man, they're all religious and dumb and stupid there. <laughs> It's like, no, there were a lot of Texas people who, like, are smart people. Come on.
2: Who do you think put the Texan textbook?
1: Oh, <laughs> hey, there <laughs> you go. That was good. That's nice.
0: So reeling it back in like Pecos Bill throwing a lasso at the moon. No. <laughs> so I think that should wrap up our discussion for Season 2 slash the Heart of Ekenar spoiler cast. So welcome back to all of you who didn't want to be spoiled. Now let's... Let's go into something that could be sort of spoilery but kind of isn't. Those five Borderlands 3 Easter eggs that people finally decoded this week.
1: Not just people, Matt. But we got who, Danny? Didn't you get that information for us? Who was that? I
2: did it seemed to be spearheaded by mental mars low lines and who actually solved the morse code was what's my name again from the gearbox forums
1: that is correct and oh, yeah. on top of that i just want to make sure that we say thanks too, to everybody else mm-hmm. in the forums and whatnot cuz i know psycho on solus and, and uh, oh, jozos yeah. and all sorts of other people that we don't actually know or talk to on a regular basis we're also you know putting their heads together trying to figure out what works what doesn't work But uh, you're right, you know, uh, Mental Mars and Low Lines were doing a little secret op trying to get this figured out. Apparently they were Mm -hmm. recording the sound, getting clean, you know, clean audio on it, pushing it forwards, pushing it backwards, trying to figure out if the Morse code was making any sense. And Mm -hmm. finally, I guess, what's my name again? Uh, He did some crazy magic to it, you know, he put colors on it and it was crazy. And then the Morse code popped up in the spikes of the audio and... This is it's too much. It's too much. I said it already. I can't do magic. Okay, I'm not Randy Pitchford. I don't know these things. All right?
0: we're, not, we're not Penn and Teller. We're Eric That's and right. Matt.
1: <laughs> so, so I am thankful for all the other guys and gals out there who put the work in to figure oh, yeah. it out because we get a little bit of cool information, don't we?
0: And, and before we do that, I do want to also shout out the battleborn discord which is apparently where the the actual big breakthrough happened
1: so yes with the big thanks to everybody out there figuring out what have we got what did we figure out exactly
0: yeah how about our our resident morse code reading expert danny reads it out for us
2: yes danny do us the honor all right so the first one that was decoded from atticus was visit promethea and they did point out that the h is missing and i don't know if that's any significance
1: yeah I saw that too, but uh I couldn't tell you i I doubt it, but then again, why would they have not put it in?
0: It does make me wonder just because Promethea was spelled out with the h in the graffiti on the wall mm-hmm. so may- maybe it was just maybe that was just the hint, so if you heard it and you saw you know you heard Morse code and you saw pro you'd be like, okay, it's f- supposed to be Promethea uh-huh. I don't know mm-hmm. it just seems odd
2: it does.
1: It was a little odd. So there you go, everybody. Keep it, Keep note. Why is the H not there? Hmm. I don't know.
0: No Hyperion. Boom.
1: Oh. Boom. That's not possible, though, because <laughs> old Dingleberry is going to be in control of Hyperion.
0: I mean, he is, but he's not kind of. Like, it's all, like, blowed up and it's bloaty.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm sure he's going to repair. Well, no, he wouldn't. He'd would, uh, He'd bring back the company he Atlas. does, indeed, ATL- own Atlas, which we know mm. is a part of the upcoming story. I'm
0: really proud of myself for that, so you're not taking it away from me. No Hyperion. Boom.
1: Okay, <laughs> I like that. Hey, we, we came back around to it, so you're mm-hmm. right. There you go. No Hyperion. That's it. Dang. Good.
0: You heard it here first on Third Shift, and then when they announce it, like in two years once the game drops, they'll be like, oh, wow, I didn't know there's no Hyperion.
1: That would kind of suck, but it would make sense because they dropped uh, they dropped they dropped some uh, gun types from Borderlands One to Two. Mm. Why not drop a couple gun types from Borderlands Two to Three and introduce you know some different ones?
0: And especially those two because they dropped Atlas for Hyperion, and so now oh we're bringing back Atlas in the place of Hyperion, or with Hyperion resources we're rebuilding the brand. They're gonna expand the brand.
2: <clears throat> yes. Oh <laughs> yes, Boom. doing it.
1: Alright, so the second one was from Toby's Friendship Raid, right?
2: Yepers. That one was Children of the Vault.
1: What the heck would that mean? Doesn't seem to mean anything to me.
2: There's children in the vault.
1: (laughs) No. No. Vault full of babies.
0: There it is. It's a a kid raising minigame. That's it. It's like like the Chows from Sonic Adventure. Except it's little baby psychos.
1: (laughs) I like that. I figured it out. This is it. It's okay. going to be Tamagotchi 3.0. You're going to open the vault and you're going to get a little Tamagotchi figure, and that's the whole game. You raise your little Tamagotchi.
0: There's a shift code you put in once you open the vault, and then they send you a little psycho mask. It's a Tamagotchi with a psycho mask on the back, oh my God. and
1: Beautiful. you raise it. Yep. And you raise it up. Perfect. And he, yes. and he poops, and he dies if you don't take care of him and peto. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But
2: it's okay. You
1: can get a new one. That's true. Who cares about them? (laughs) Nobody. Mm -hmm.
0: Just go open another vault, send another shift code, you're fine.
1: go. That's right. So children of the vault, that's what the aliens were calling everybody. So all I think is that's kind of like a statement.
0: Now, the only thing I was thinking is people have been speculating about Zero, what he is, if he's an Iridian, if he's like a, you know, some kind of like half hybrid thing. Maybe he'd be a child of the vault if... He's some kind of, like, Iridian mixed with a human thing. He's like, you know, they're humans, you know, whatever. But then the Iridian influence upon him makes him a child of the vault because, you know, it came from that. You open the vault, Iridium popped out. Now he's infused with Iridium. He's a child of the vault. Just a thought. I don't know.
1: Possible, but that would only mean that very, very specific people would be children of the vault,
0: whereas... Those are your I... new vault hunters.
1: <clears throat> boom, ooh, ooh, boom, oh, gosh. I think I think it's going to go a little bit more broad than that. I'm thinking it's oh, yeah, just going to be agree. like certain p- uh, certain character types are drawn to the vaults, hence why these yet yeah, guys and gals become vault hunters. And I think that's just kind of a general, hey, children of the vault. These weird people with whatever DNA needed to just be naturally inclined to go that route.
0: People with those heroic tendencies, like vault hunters, tend to have. I, yeah. I get what you're saying.
1: I think that's it, but it's kind of a weird clue because it's not really a clue. I mean, mm. as you see, we're over here just wildly conjecturing about whatever that could mean, which ends up being nothing, really. So, S-
0: so the game is about some kind of a person that you would call a might child be a of the vault. vault. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> that's an Easter egg right there, blammo!
1: Tamagotchi. Can't wait. God bless. Him. Yep. So moving on to the third one.
2: So the one from uh, the Oscar Mike op was, we are not on Pandora anymore, which I, I'm not really surprised by.
1: No, nope, mm. no. Nope. I think uh, it's pretty much common fact and known that uh, we're not going to be on Pandora for the entirety of the next game. Mm. I mean, I don't know how many more clues or statements people got to drop that we're leaving, but uh, <laughs> I don't know about you two, but I knew we weren't going to stay there.
0: I was going to say, especially because in Borderlands 2, you don't see any Iridians at all. You see them in the pre-sequel before Uh Borderlands 2 happens. But by Borderlands 2 point, they're all gone, except for the one that comes back at the very end. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that's the only one you see on Pandora, you know, during the whole Borderlands 2 pre-sequel era. So I think they're just saying, hey, we've all retreated over here, maybe to hold back some kind of danger somewhere, which we might get into in the next ones.
1: Mm. So I think... This is an actual clue, you know, not a clue so much as just something to you know, let you guys know we will indeed be going to other planets, possibly multiple planets, uh, in the next Borderlands, which we kind of already knew because they showed you, oh, look, it's a billion planets with all the volts and all the other cool stuff. And the alien, of course, came and said, hey, we got to go places and do things. Ha! Mm. What more do you need?
0: And didn't they trademark border worlds like forever and ever ago? So... Mm-hmm. There was always kind of like a possibility in the back of your head.
1: Mm -hmm. But it's cool nonetheless, now that it's been confirmed by this, that we are for sure visiting other places, Promethea, etc. In the coming uh, years, whatever, Borlands is finally released. And on to the next clue. Uh,
2: The fourth one from Montana and the Demon Bear was, Tannis is not what she seems.
0: I've seen a couple on this. I've seen some people saying that, You know, going back off of that uh, Zero is an Iridian hybrid type thing, maybe she's the one that made Zero, whatever he is, because apparently in some of his audio logs they have some kind of relationship. I don't really remember that because it was a long time ago. But then the other thing I saw somebody, maybe it was on the forums or on Twitter, today was saying, well, maybe she's a siren. I mean, 90% of her body is completely covered, so you wouldn't know if she has crazy siren tattoos because they're never on their faces.
1: I don't think she's a siren, didn't they? Weren't they all accounted for? Because Jack was trying to gather them all up, and he had the names of all the sirens.
0: Well, there's six at any time in the universe. Mm -hmm. So Angel's gone. Maybe she, you know, her dormant siren powers awoke at that point. No,
1: they got to be born, Matt. They got to be born a siren. You
0: don't know. (laughs) Hey, she's a new breed. She's a new breed infected with iridium and all that stuff.
1: This she one's sees chipper. chairs on
0: the ceiling, dude. She talks to chairs. Come on.
1: Tannis is a nut job who's being influenced by unknown entities. And they've showed you that in the very first Borderlands. She freaking goes, she's a freaking job, And she betrays you, straight up betrays you, in that you know, for no freaking reason. And then switches back and then switches back. And she's coming back. And forth. You can't trust Tannis. I never trusted her from the word go. I don't care if she's working with me in Borderlands 2. Pfft trust her about as far as I can throw her. She's like two feet, maybe three. She's like 90 pounds.
2: It doesn't say you can't trust her. It just says that she's not what she seems. Well, that's
1: what I'm saying, though. But (laughs) usually when people aren't what they seem, it's because they're a dirty rat bastard. (laughs) So my my theory is that uh, if she's not a pure bad guy, she's definitely got other entities' interests in mind. So... uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think she's going to be someone we're going to want to rely upon in the next Borderlands. What about you guys?
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning towards the, uh, she's, she's not what she seems. The craziness is actually just a front. She's actually very intelligent and she's tricking everyone around her. I can gotcha. see that.
1: So you think the, the whole crazy thing's a front. She's actually been manipulating us. She's been <laughs> being a silly goose <laughs> this entire time just to get us off guard. Exactly.
0: Well, yeah. I'll kind of cross both of your theories and say she's acting like a weirdo who knows a lot of stuff to get in with you so that you will take her to, like, say, the vault on Promethea or the vault over here where she can open up something that she knows about that none of us do. Oh, we're just going to open up a vault and have a great time. We opened up the vault. Now I can make the master thing. And whether she's the big bad guy or not, it's... You know, some kind of twist that sends you off well, in a totally different direction. As
1: we found out, all these vaults have different monsters or different things that yep. people are looking for. You know, so maybe hers is on a different planet. and Like you said, she's like, "Hey,
0: maybe she maybe she really likes exotic meats, and she's just taking you all around so she can dine on the <laughs> finest <laughs> yeah, monster meats. On the
1: the dine galaxy on these has exotic to offer. delicacies. Mm. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, the destroyer was just
1: oh delightful." <laughs>
0: I mean, Mm. there there was the the beholder thing, the big tentacle thing. There was the warrior. You know she's having warrior steaks back at her place. I'm going to eat your brains and gain your knowledge. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: that's not a bad theory, man. I like that theory. Mm -hmm.
0: See? There you go.
1: Good. So there you go. Moving on to the last one.
2: Oh, the last one from your beloved
1: Phoebe. Phoebe at the heart of Akana. You have my heart, Phoebe. That's so aside, just not me. Yes.
0: <laughs> you two can have like a, a glasses war over Phoebe.
1: <laughs> I would adjust my glasses like this. <laughs> oh, <Jesus.
2: laughs> All right. So the last one was do not open the vaults.
1: So haven't they said this always? Haven't they been saying this since day one, don't open the vault, and we just ignore them and open the vault?
2: You got to open what you're told not to open.
0: (laughs) I feel like it's a Pandora's box situation. You open the one vault, oh, it made Iridium fly everywhere, and then it made Jack hungry for the next vault. So you open that vault, and you're like, yay, loot came out, I got loot. Well, now there's a million vaults. Oh, well, let's go and just continue the hunger, continue the feed, continue to do all these horrible things that we do—if you think about it—oh, go kill this guy and shoot his legs off, and then steal his key, and then go open his box and give me his gun. That's like—that's like every quest you got. Go do something horrible to a horrible person. It just—you know—feed feed the need, man.
2: Feed your bloodlust. Right.
1: Feed that need. So, what do you think, Daddy? What What's this speed? What anything?
2: You know, now that I'm looking at all five of these together, it's almost like it could be a full message. Visit Promethea, children of the vault. We are not on Pandora anymore. Tannis is not what she seems. Do not open the vaults.
0: Wasn't she one of the big particulars in helping you open the vault?
1: Yeah, she was so with you that, well, you know, she was there the whole time guiding you to get to it and get it open, obviously, but then she had to screw you over a bit to fool Jack, but she was the one trying to get it done or help you get it done. But I don't know if she was doing it to stop Jack or to help you. I don't know.
2: What if um right. Jack is now possessing Tannis's body?
1: Ooh,
0: I like that.
2: Jack is dead. <laughs> "Quote fingers." <laughs>
0: we've we, we've seen that hollow Jack can exist somewhere. That's mm-hmm. true.
1: And, you know, there's another Easter egg later. I'll tell you why I think maybe Jack might be coming back somehow.
2: <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh.
1: laughs> so I think you're onto something, though, Daddy. because if you look at that as a, a sentence, that it makes perfect sense. Visit Promethea, children of the vault. We are not on Pandora anymore. Tannis is not what she seems. Don't open the vaults. So basically it's saying get over to Promethea. Tannis isn't to be trusted right now. And wait, wait for us. Don't open the vaults. Mm-hmm. So basically it's like, get over there and wait for us, okay? And don't trust Tannis because something's going on there.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, because we we see at the end of the pre-sequel that they need us for something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So may, maybe Tannis has schemes within schemes, and while she's here trying to help you open this vault, maybe she owns, well, I, I don't know her super backstory from Borderlands 1, maybe she owns some other kind of company or corporation that's out, already was in search of these other vaults, you know, on all these different planets. That's true. Strip mining and just, you know, wrecking the whole planet. So hey, come help us stop her out there.
1: Mhm. Uh-huh. Because
0: you don't you don't know what she's doing right now.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I now yeah, you're right. We could probably get rid of a lot of uh the discussion earlier, really, cuz I think you're 100% right because as we were making fun of some of the stuff on the line itself didn't make any sense. So when you put it together, that makes perfect sense.
0: hmm mm.
1: So there you go. Boom. Problem solved. It's just <laughs> we did it. a freaking long sentence that tells you to get your butt to Promethea. Don't trust Tannis and wait, you know, until further instruction. Which we mm. won't do. Oh, yeah. We'll go to the we'll go to the Promethea and then we're gonna go straight after the damn vault. We're not gonna wait for the uh, aliens to get there and tell us what's what.
0: And t- so and Tannis will be there the whole time riding like a giant drill tank, going, Yay, we're gonna do it. Woo <laughs> You've unleashed the t- you've unleashed the horde! Yay! Yeah, but I
1: won't trust her. So hopefully we have options because
0: there's know. not going to be a shooter in the head option because then the oh look the whole game's over because you figured it out. <laughs> Thanks for buying Battleborn.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for buying Battleborn. Whoa! do you mean so I go back to Battleborn?
0: <laughs> Thanks for buying Battleborn. <laughs> Here's a shift code <laughs> for Nova in a robot suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, man. Well, Daddy, I wish you'd have solved that a little bit earlier. That would have been nice. We
2: eventually got to it.
1: <laughs> we did. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody listening, we got to it, dang it. Just took us a while, that's all.
0: So yeah. when you see it on Reddit three weeks from now, remember that you heard it here first.
1: That's right. <laughs> or maybe they've already found out we don't have a clue because we're not over there reading the bat. But that's actually pretty cool. So there you go. That is a full real clue. Mm. That's awesome. I like it. I dig it.
0: It's, there you go.
1: Speaking of clues, they did a little little bit more, didn't they? They went ahead and uh, were at GDC. Well, Randy Pitchford more precisely was at GDC. They're showcasing uh, Borderlands 3's tech on the new Unreal 4 engine. And of course, there wasn't too much to be seen. However, they did have a character model in there, and they were very... Very uh, careful to block the face using this stupid uh, shoulder plate. And Mm -hmm. then Randy Pitchford was like, oh, yeah, we are blocking the face, so quit trying to look at it and pay attention to what I'm talking to you about. And he went on to talk about, of course, some aesthetics of uh, the upcoming Borderlands 3 using the new engine, which I will say was really cool, but it's a lot of techno mumbo-jumbo that, to me, I'm just like, oh, I just like pretty things, and that looks neat, okay. So... For me, you know, most of the demo itself, I was like, all right, whatever, that's cool. It looks great. I trust that they're going to do a good job and I believe the Unreal Forge is probably pretty awesome. So
0: his original demonstration where here's what it normally looks like with the big thick outlines around everything, and then here's when we use the what was it? variable line weight. And then they did the in-between stuff too, and it just it just popped so much better. It really I was did. Like, Damn, already it looks good. And then they started going into the crosshatch, fading, shading, and fading, and the way the light played with, and like the way it morphed the shadow textures, like actively on top of, you know, the models that were in there. Yeah. I thought the I thought the whole switch back from color to black and white, so you could see how it worked, was really awesome.
1: Yeah, that the Godlight—you know how he was showing yeah, the lights, yeah. the you God know rays. Go, yeah, God rays coming through the skin and casting the shadows, et cetera. What I take away from this is two things: one mm. is complete conjecture, and uh, Dirch over on uh, YouTube and whatnot—he beat me to the punch. He thinks it's Janie Springs mm. and that uh, that character model, and I was totally on board. You know, I saw the arm with the. The little dirty grizzle or whatever was like, oh, yeah, 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 scars. Plus, you know, the haircut was the same. The hair color was different. But, oh, you could dye your hair any color you want. It doesn't matter. And then, mm-hmm. of course, they were at the mech shop. And, well, who more, who's more likely to take over Scooter's operation than anyone? It's, it's James Briggs. So I was like. Scooter is. Scooter's dead, Danny. <laughs> no, he's
0: no, not. He got he his arm not. ripped off. <laughs>
1: He is dead. You need to accept it and move on.
2: I am not accepting that.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Uh,
2: Robot-armed
0: scooter lives on. Yes. <laughs> hey, and, and hey, haven't you seen, didn't you play Metal Gear Solid 2? He could rip his arm off, and then even if he died, his, someone could attach his arm to himself and would just channel Scooter, like oh, Liquid Snake liquid with the Revolver <laughs> Ocelot just plop. Plug it oh on there. My
2: God. Hey y'all, it's me, Scooter. <laughs> Catch a ride. <laughs>
0: That's right, exactly.
1: <laughs> so you know about functions. That's all I could say. Catch a ride. You want to go to no. the chicken house? Catch
0: a ride. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix this car. Come on, Scooter arm. Catch
2: a
1: ride. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> come on. <laughs> it is boom. Beautiful.
0: Now, two things I will say in regards to the Janie Springs theory is one, I think like the big, you know, J arrow and stuff is way too over the top obvious that, oh, look, it's Janie Springs. I I feel like that's a red herring. I think if anyone, it's going to be like Athena taking over one of Janie's shops and watching it while she's off doing whatever. But the second thing, which I'm going to shotgun yours and Dirch's theory to death right now, right here, live on this podcast, is. I saw his little thing and he said, oh, she's got scars, right? Yeah, she's totally got scars. I totally remember that. And I remember that too. So I went back and image searched. She's got scars on the left side of her torso. And that underside of her right arm, which you see, which is where the quote finger scars are, that's totally clean. She's got the crag and count tattooed on the outside of that arm. But the inside of that arm is just, there's no problem there. There's no scars there. So I feel like it's a total false... You know, total false setup. thing. You're like, "Oh, look, we all think it's Janie Springs." Then when you get there, it's, it's, uh, it's Johnny Springs, Janie's like weird effeminate brother. Or i was to say she had breasts. Janie's so weird cousin,
1: a transgender or something because they were breasts. So just say It's not a male, but
0: <laughs> hey, hey, but who knows what males look like on this planet?
1: In 2017, the world of dreams, and magic, <laughs> anything is possible. True. Now. <laughs>
0: So, I mean, it could be, you know,
1: Tiny Tina. Ju-
0: it could be Juliet Springs. It could be. It could be anybody sitting at a Janie Springs, you know, mechanics outpost. That's I, true. I don't think it's her. I think it's just. It would be too obvious if it was. So I, th- I think they're smarter than that. I or, know. but... I think but they're more clever than that.
1: My problem is, it's well, obviously, it's going to be somebody we'd be familiar with. Otherwise, he would have hit in the face. Unless they're complete trolls. <laughs> that's well. That's what I've heard that too. That it's Tannis. Mm. And it, she has the same colored hair, but it's much longer now. Because she well, has, of People course, can grow their hair, too. That's yeah, very true. I don't, no, it it's tannis, <laughs> you know, I don't want it to be tannis. though. I don't want it to be Tanis, but it probably... It could be.
0: Any other uh, conjectures there, Danny, as to who you think it could be?
2: I was also thinking it was Tanis just because of the Morse code. But, I mean, really, it could be anyone. And... And mm. they might just be obscuring the face just because it is a character model that they're using from an older Borderlands game.
1: That's possible, but that's like mm. a huge troll move.
2: It is, but... Well, <laughs> uh, well,
1: You've you know got, a, you got a
0: big yellow J shining out there. I think <laughs> this is like... I, I think it's double troll. I, I'm with you. I think it's, it's troll madness.
1: Just troll madness. That's all Randy wants to do is just troll everybody. Beyond that, beyond the fun little conjecture of who that character model could be, the one thing... I did notice is when they were panning out of the mech shop there, they had some license plates. And <laughs> one was Red Rub 2, and the other was Jack 3. And I was like, Jack 3? Nice. Oh, come on, you know? hey. That's a, See, that's a, hey. That, just,
2: that just proves that Tannis theory that Tannis is Jack.
1: <laughs> well, that's, it's not impossible, I guess. <laughs> or it's,
0: it's Handsome Jack's long-lost sister, uh, Beautiful Jenny. <laughs>
1: <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> but, now i don't know what the red rum 2 means i mean obviously red rum from uh, the shining mm-hmm. but other than that i don't know if that has any significance whatsoever i don't remember if i've seen it in any of the other borderlands or not
0: how about this two murders handsome jack original hollow jack this is jack three Jack implanted into Tannis or, you know, whoever it is.
1: Oh, there you go. Two like murders. It. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's not bad. That's mm-hmm. not bad at all. Oh, God bless. Gosh dang. We own to something, boys and girls. We got it.
0: <laughs> now we're going to get a cease and desist letter. you got to take down episode 32. <laughs> yep. too, many, too many ideas given away.
1: <laughs> oh, goodness. Actually, that's not bad. Hmm. I like it.
0: So, yeah, I think that wraps up our conjecture as to the future of Battleborn, the Borderlands Easter eggs, the possibility of who that was in the Unreal Tech demo. Who do you guys think it was? What do you think's happening? Send us your feedback. Oh, I said it. It's the first ever mailbag with a third person.
2: Oh, snap.
0: This mailbag question comes to us from our buddy Steve Cadwallader at Code CodeCadwallader on Twitter. He emailed us and says... I love the podcast. Thanks for taking the time to do it every week. It is really appreciated. Well, geez, thanks, Steve. Hey, thanks, thanks, buddy. As a longtime Borderlands and Battleborn fanboy, what other Gearbox titles would you recommend I check out? I hear others referenced on the show, Homeworld, Brothers in Arms, Duke Nukem, but I'm curious which one you guys would recommend first. Keep up the great work, Steve Cadwallader.
1: Well, golly gee. Obviously, I haven't really played a whole bunch of Brothers in Arms at all, and I don't play Homeworld. So my natural inclination is gonna t- put you in uh, Duke Nukem. However, you gotta remember that's a retro game. So if you're if you're all about you know new gen all that kind of stuff, it might not be your jam. But I will say, if you want to see where it was all born, as we've discussed in the, you know long ago in those podcasts, that is a game to play because they did a fantastic job of revitalizing that whole you know that whole game and adding in enough to just Ramp it up to 10, and you might find it very, very enjoyable. But, like I said, it's definitely still Duke Nukem from way back in the when.
2: I've only ever played Borderlands and Battleborn, so play more of those.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) I think for me, you know, I wasn't, like I've said in the podcast before, I wasn't super into Duke Nukem. I've never gotten into Homeworld, so for me, the obvious answer is Brothers in Arms because. That's what got me into Gearbox games. Uh, Brothers in Arms Hell's Highway, specifically on the 360. So you don't have to go back, you know, too many generations to find a really, really good one. I really enjoyed the the story and just the gameplay in that. Now it is a little different. You control like two squads of I believe three soldiers apiece. And you kind of have to tactically place them around the battlefield in these different basically combat scenarios. Like, oh, there's a sniper nest up in, you know, the top of this barn. So you got to have people to kind of, you know, draw his attention and then work your way around the side. And then there's generally a machine gun nest over there or something like that. So it is a little different. It's not, you know, run and gun and have some fun, but I really enjoyed it. I've heard nothing but good things about the entire rest of the series, but I've never played the first or second ones on the original Xbox. I dabbled with the one on DS ages and ages and ages ago when I still had a flash card and I was doing that. That was pretty fun, too. So definitely recommend Brothers in Arms, specifically Hell's Highway, and probably specifically the next one that I hope will come out soon. So yeah, thanks, Steve, for the question. If anybody else has any questions for us or any concerns or comments or you just want to say hi, you can email us at info at thirdshift.me. You can find us on Twitter as ThirdShiftMe, and you can find us on Facebook under ThirdShift.
1: And so, of course, Danny's with us today, and something else is brewing in our little world. Danny... What's going on? What are we up to? Anything special?
2: As part of our expand the brand movement, I'm working on updating the website and we are going to be bringing you a lot more content, hopefully in the future. So my whole slide project is called the Otaku Experiment and what I hope to accomplish is just diving into the whole Japanese culture, including like anime, food, all that fun stuff.
1: So we'll be doing some stuff. Uh, you'll be learning about Golden Boy and 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 some of my other favorites, right? All that kind of <laughs> sure. stuff. Yeah,
0: some Fist of the North Star, some <laughs> some Manly Tears, as people explode. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so now, specifically, what kind of things are you looking to do? Like uh, blog entries, kind of, you know, like unboxing videos of things, uh, maybe gameplay of certain games, anything like that.
2: I do want to do a variety of stuff. I definitely want to do some blogging. I'm hoping to do maybe some reviews on anime. Maybe even do mini-podcasts with maybe special guests to talk about special anime.
1: Nice. Hey, I'll be there for Gold Boy and My Little Princess. <laughs>
2: you, mean, you mean
0: Oh My Goddess. I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, I know. You know what I'm talking
0: about. My Little Princess sounds way creepier. <laughs> Oh, this is
1: scary.
0: (laughs) She's my favorite princess.
2: (laughs) I've also subscribed to the Japan Crate, and I will be unboxing that and doing some taste testing of the food items that I get from there.
1: Now, that sounds pretty cool. Well, that's awesome, man. So, basically, what we're saying is you're going to get a whole lot more of Danny rocking and rolling, doing her thing on the up-and-coming website. So our third member will become a more visible member of the team and uh, interact with uh, all you listeners out there, and you guys can go over there and support her and check out everything she's up to. And we intend to obviously have what we got going up on the new website and maybe a little extra uh, in the near future.
0: So speaking of supporting us, Eric.
1: Hey, everybody. Did you know we've got a Patreon out there? We would love it if you could sustain us because without you – we would wither away and die. <laughs> Not
0: true. No. Patently false.
1: Okay, fine. Fine, man. You, you
0: might be withering away and dying right now. That's true. You're drugged to the gills. That's right.
1: Hey, what do you want from me? We do have a Patreon out there, and we've already got many people out there throwing us a couple bucks here and there for the content we're putting out, and we appreciate it a whole bunch. And for anybody else out there, if you like what we're doing, like what we're you know putting out there... Feel free to head on over, throw in a dollar, throwing five dollars, as always, throwing hey, throwing a hundred bucks. You know, as I always say, my kids can go to college someday. Ho ho!
0: Put your tax return to work. That's and right. Send it the third
1: shift. Put your tax returns to work and send some of it to us. We would appreciate it. We will put it to good use, like getting the website up and running. Hey, maybe that'll be cool, right? Or other things that you know go towards the podcast. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not smart enough to decide these things. Jeez. Buy me a haircut. I'm shaggy <laughs> <Yeah>. over here. <laughs> yeah. Let's get Matt a new couch, everybody. He needs one. All this right?
0: thing is perfect. You shut your mouth.
1: <laughs> but, hey, either way, if you can't support us on Patreon, that's fine. We understand. Money is money, and it's yours to do with it what you will. Just give us a like, a subscribe, any of those good, good things, and we'd be happy as well. We just appreciate you listening in every week.
0: Speaking of every week, of course this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 10th of March for our very next episode. You can find the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podomatic, where we've always been. We upload to YouTube and Google Play Music as well. And like Eric said, if you like what we're doing, please give us a rating and a review. Like and subscribe. Give us all the stars. We did just get another five star review on iTunes. Oh, I know.
1: Oh, I was eating it Uh, up. um, Shooting up to the top of the charts. Oh, we love it. We love that five star. Oh, god. I I, think I I was almost cried. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it. Uh, it was much appreciated. In all reality, Absolutely. it really was. The more five stars, the more four stars, you know, the better ratings we no, get. No, five
0: stars. No four stars. Okay. Five no, Yes, five,
1: five stars. Five of hey, life. what do we say? Shoot for them stars. laying on the moon. Hey, whatever. So, as always, guys. Don't forget, Don't forget, forget to save. Forget to save. And, and sit and down. Sit down.